You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. With clients in over 20 Broadway shows and other stages across the globe, we are your online fitness platform for all things theater and fitness. So, actors are athletes, and you should be training like one. And if you're not, go to builtforthestage.com, and we'd love to help you out using an interactive fitness app. Actors, athletes, train like one. All right, let's move on to our special guest. Special guest, as always, I was in London, uh, I think it's been a month ago now, and I was lucky enough to see Anne Juliet that also recently opened on Broadway just a couple of days ago, which is super exciting to have both of those worlds colliding from across the pond, as we say. Um, Our guest is uh, the first cover for Anne. Uh, they're in the ensemble. They also were in uh, Six, the musical recently, um, where I believe they covered Catherine of Aragon. I'm pretty sure she can correct me on that if I'm, if I'm incorrect. But during their time in both of those covers, they were just nominated for a Broadway World UK nomination for Best Performance by an Understudy or Cover, which is so cool. A little nervous right now, like the heart's fluttering, got this star coming on the show. So enough rambling. Please welcome Colette Guitart. Hey, Colette. Yay. Thanks so much for joining me. Happy Tuesday. It's uh, what, three something over there? What time is it right now? Yeah, it's 13 minutes past three. Okay. And your day so far? What, what have you done? What's a day in the life? Give us a day in the life of Colette Guitart on a Tuesday. Well, I've got to say, my day today has been quite not quite as normal as it would be. Um, I had to go to the bank and go to a phone shop and do all of these things because, unfortunately, my phone got stolen yesterday. But we move; it's fine. Um, so, yeah, my day has been just organizing myself and getting my life back together. <laughs> yeah, again, I appreciate you taking the time. I can just imagine, like. Your phone gets stolen. You're trying to do all this stuff. And then on top of it, you're like, oh, I got to talk to this random ass guy in the United States <laughs> for 20, 30 minutes of all the of all the days I have to carve this out to talk to this guy. My phone gets stolen. So I, no, I, I'll try to make I'll try to make these 20, 30 minutes as pleasant as possible for you. <laughs> it's a wonderful distraction. There you go. I'm, I'm, let's go on that. Let's go with that. A wonderful distraction. <laughs> uh, so uh, speaking of things that are wonderful, the show is wonderful. Uh, so y'all just, the cast is like jam packed from top to, uh, from top to bottom, the pre-show alone. It's like, Oh wow. I love this. And the show hasn't even started yet. And then yeah. once you all get going, you're just phenomenal up there. Uh, what's it been like? How long have you been with the cast from, uh, August um, or when? I joined the company and the cast change that happened in March. March. This year. Okay, March, March. Okay, so tell us about, uh, I don't know. Let's start with your cast. What's it been like being with your cast uh, of talented, a younger cast as well? Uh, yeah, tell us. 
Well, I've got to say, this is the first time I've ever joined a company and not been the youngest person. So I feel like I'm having that realization that I'm slowly moving up the the age scale. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm what's that? What's that feel like? What's that feel like to be going up the the age? Well. I don't know because I don't feel like an adult, but I'm in the mid range of adults in this company. And I'm like, what? I haven't got my life together. What? Like, that's what adults are supposed to do. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's lovely. And I, I am constantly surrounded by, like, like you said, such talented people. So it's pretty inspiring to work with people who daily can, you can look around and be like, you guys are great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And last night you were on for Anne or recently? Yeah. 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 So it's last night. I've got three days on this week as Anne. It was last night, tonight and tomorrow. Yeah. So tell us about being in such like a unique role that, you know, the whole musical is unique in the way that it's turned the story upside down. Uh, how fun has that been to kind of press against the uh, common mold of what we know these characters to be as you yourself as Anne is kind of rewriting all of that. I mean, it is just so much fun. Like you've seen the show and if you haven't seen the show, it's going worldwide. So make sure you get a chance to go see it, but it's, um, it's just so much fun. And like, whenever you think of William Shakespeare, I didn't even know his wife was called Anne Hathaway. Like I knew nothing. Um, Because you only speak of him. And it's lovely to shine a little bit of light on the wife, on the woman in his life. Um, And yeah, it's just ridiculous. And I don't know how they've managed to merge the pop songs in the way that the, like the genius way that they have. But it's like one of the highlights for me is getting to sing these pop classics and it makes sense within a story. What's your favorite one to sing? Well, I mean, as Anne, I love singing That's The Way It Is because that's like her moment. Um, But I think, oh, do you know what? I think in the ensemble, it's probably um, everybody. Everybody. Right, right, right. The the thing, I, I talked with Carl recently and what I didn't realize was that I just thought that the the writers of the show pieced all of these together at random as far as which popular songs they're going to choose. And I was like, there wasn't enough sync in the show. And then he enlightened me to let me know that all of the songs were written by the same person, which, yeah. you know, as a ignorant spectator out there, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Martin, the genius behind all of those songs. Like, I mean, he's still going, he's just released a song with pink, which is another banger. Yeah. Um, but yeah, his songs are so good. And I didn't realize how many of them I didn't know were written by him and produced by him. And I was like, oh, wow, he's like mega. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, so let's go back to my intro when I said that you were nominated for these uh, awards for Best Performance by an Understanding Cover. You what? You wake up one day, you're brushing your teeth, and you check your phone and people are saying, hey, did you see that you got, like, how did you find out that you were nominated? It is literally that. Um, it was so odd. I, I wasn't even at work the day before, which is, I think where a lot of people found out um, about the nominations, but because I was out of the loop and I wasn't at work that day, I took a holiday day. 
um, I woke up the following morning with people tagging me and stuff. And I was like, what is this? Um, and yeah, it was really cool. Obviously the first thing I did was send it to my mom and my dad and was like, go vote. This is pretty cool. And they were like, Oh, just so you know, there's, there's two in there. Which one would you like? And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Really, really cool. And totally unexpected. And yeah, just a bit like, uh, what is my life? moment (laughs) right right right. you have you have double the chances of of hopefully winning um how long do you know when they're like when they're closing the voting i don't know i believe it's still open now um but i don't know at which date they'll stop okay i'll share that on our stories uh immediately or i'll I'll put it on our i'll put it on our timeline as well so that people hurry up and and go vote oh bless you thank you yeah yeah congratulations um Rewinding to something else that was cool, just as I was doing a little research for the interview, you, when you were with Six, you performed Heart of Stone at this thing called Show Must Go On, and the performance just looked epic, and the, like, amount of views on the YouTube and the the channel, like, that that looked pretty epic. Tell us just a little bit about that and, and other experiences you had with, with uh, your time at Six. I mean, I... I had such a wonderful time doing that, that concert. It was incredible. And I, again, I was surrounded by people that I was, I I have looked up to you for so long and now we're about to go and sing on the same stage. Like what that, what? Um, Yeah, it was again, another moment that I was like, what is my life? Like, this is wonderful. Um, But at the same time, it was so manic. So during that particular weekend, as well as performing, at the show must go on. Um, I was also performing back at six. So I would do a show at six. I can't remember who I was, but let's say Catherine Howard run to the show must go on, perform heart of stone and then run back to six, the musical and perform as someone else. It was a bit like, (laughs) um, and actually my fellow offstage queen, Hannah, we basically split that week between us because there were shows from Tuesday to Sunday that week. And she took Tuesday to Thursday and I took Friday to Sunday. So we both had that crazy running back and forth from theatres. And luckily they were on the same uh, like street. They were down Shaftesbury Avenue. So it was it was fine, but not ideal. Um but yeah, I, I, I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to do that on, on behalf of Six the Musical because it I was just like, it was dreamy and it was so lovely to see all the other performances as well. Yeah, you crushed it. We'll have the link to that in the description of this episode. So if you want to hear uh, Colette just knock the socks off people, go ahead and <laughs> click that link there in the description of the episode. Uh, last random question before we rewind and get to know a little bit more about you another not video but photo these photos from this tell us tell me about this like i looked at it and i was like this is this is the most wonderful photo i've ever seen (laughs) right how how beautiful did those come out yeah i mean right so that was a really exciting day um so my friend tom who is in the photo uh above me in the blue boiler suit Uh who i'm currently working with and he plays romeo in the show um, he sent me a message about this new college opening called Cast, and 
said they're looking for a team of people to be icons around the college, which is just industry professionals who are going to help mould uh, this college and come in and teach workshops that they wish they maybe had in their training. Um, and I mean, that I, that that photo is the people that could make it that day. But let me tell you the amount of incredible people that are in the lineup of like icons, a part of that college is ridiculous. Like again, another, how am I part of this lineup? That Like, I'd, yeah. Um, but yes, it's run by Ruthie and she is just, I mean, before that day, obviously I knew of her because she's like a legend, but I, I'd never met her and she was just the warmest, most lovely woman ever. Um, and it was so chilled out and it was such a lovely day. And yeah, there's just so much more, there's so much more exciting stuff to come of that. It's very exciting. Yeah. I love that concept, bringing the industry professionals almost as a, as a part of the team in university. Uh, it's a good selling point for the younger kids. It's a, it's definitely, I love that. I love that. Um, okay. Let's yeah. rewind to the, when you were a kid and when you were thinking about, Oh, I, I want to be up on this stage someday. When did this happen? Was it from, from the very beginning or, or when did you stumble up into performing? Um, I mean, to be honest, there wasn't even really a, a turning point for me. I think it's been like forever and always, uh, fresh out the womb. <laughs> but, um, so my, both of my parents were performers, um, specifically dancers. They like work ma mainly in dance and my dad actually still teaches dance now. And my mum was a beautiful dancer, but has moved more into, um, like Pilates yoga and fitness and because obviously you know once you're flexible you might as well teach other people how to be flexible and strong um yeah so I think from <laughs> from them not being able to find someone for childcare and just taking me along to the classes that they taught um because they also have their own part-time dance school which is amazing it's called the guitar school of performing arts um yeah, that's sort of where I found my love for it. And it's just been like snowballing since then. It's just got better. And um, I don't know if you would have heard of it, but we have this thing here in the UK called Move It. It's like a big dance convention. And as soon as that started coming about, like every now and then my dad would have a college perform there. So we'd go and watch that. And I would just look up at the big stage like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah and and I think from like a really young age I thought it was just going to be dance I really thought I'm going to be a dancer and that is it like it was a really exciting thought for me um but yeah I never considered that I would try and balance out all of the skills to make yeah like where I'm at today all right so when did that happen it was just dance and then when when what there's maybe like a school musical or something that you wanted to partake in or or when was your first experience with the singing and acting well listen I've always loved singing whether I've been good at it or not is another <laughs> but, um yeah my my brother actually like I would always sing in the car and he'd be like shut up because it was not good um <laughs> And that's fine because it's better now and people pay for it now. So it's fine. It's fine. Um, but um, I actually started singing because I liked it and then like let it go because I was like, well, I'm going to focus on dance. But then when I actually started like really, really like I was like, I need to be able to sing. 
was um, a couple of years before auditioning for a performing arts college. So I must have been about 13. And that's when I started taking private lessons, like not in a group situation, like I wanted like one-to-one feedback. Um, And that was with one of my dad's friends who is a very talented man called Nick. And he had this little hut in the back of his garden that had like a recording studio in it. And I was like, what, this is crazy. Like I feel like a a pop star, it was just a singing lesson. Um, But yeah, so he really helped me develop like what I needed to get into a college. And then when I was at my performing arts college, yeah, like a few singing teachers was like, you you can sing, you should sing more. And I was like, okay, what should I sing? <laughs> um, so yeah, like along the way, like a, a few people were really giving me the confidence to actually give it a good go. Mm. And yeah. So once you got started in your young career, you said a few times like uh, with the show must go on concert or this photo shoot with these other um, people that are involved in it. You kept saying like, how did I end up here? You know, with all these talented, amazing people Uh, in your young career, who was like one or, or two of them that kind of helped mold you or that you tried to maybe learn from or craft your, your skill uh, after. I've got to say, like I, I love musical theater now, but it's taken me like a few years of seeing shows and stuff to like have musical theater people to be my icons. Like from the beginning of time, it has been Beyonce. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah, cool. Okay, so Beyonce, tell us more. Yeah, Beyonce. Every album, every everything. Like I've always wanted to be able to sing like her. Then she started acting, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, she can act!" Then every live performance she does, she does like killer dance breaks in songs that you didn't realize she was going to do a dance break in. And I'm like, "That's what I need to be." And I was like, "Okay, but the thing is, she can do all three, so I need to be able to do all three. Mm. Um, yeah, that was. That was quite the motivation. I also love Jennifer Lopez. Um, yeah, great. Every great. Mo- more so as an actress. Like I love every movie that she's been in. She's fantastic. She, like she's really, really fantastic. Um, and she's like, <laughs> she's just so like I, I could, I could be like, yeah, I'll be J Lo. That's fine. Yeah, if, yeah. if you were like, who you want to be? I'd be like, yeah, I'll be J Lo. <laughs> did you um, did you watch the documentary around her like Super Bowl performance? Did you see that? Yes, yes, I did. Um, one of my part oh, well, my partner is also a dancer, and he um, had a couple of friends that were her dancers. So I like watched it to try and spot them as well. Um, uh, but it was yeah, she's just like a freaking star, isn't yeah. she? She knows what she wants, and but I think that's that they're both um, like businesswomen, right? as well i was gonna say they're both bosses they're a boss yeah for sure and very strategic in what they do and what time in their life they're gonna do it and blah 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 it's very like i mean how could you not be inspired do you know what i mean okay so if these were two women that you were looking up to were you not always thinking you would be in musical theater did you think that like popular music would have been the path or maybe yeah. maybe that's still on your radar. I don't know. Tell us. I mean, listen, I don't even know what's on my radar. I just take it day, day by day and just see what happens. But yeah, like mm. I um 
I didn't really know whether I was even right for musical theatre. Like going through college, I um, I knew I could sing pop music, but my like more legit and classical tone wasn't wasn't as good. And I still worked on it because there's no point in just being like, I'm not good at that. I still worked on it and tried to like level them out, but the pop singing is still here compared to like my legit musical theater. Um, yeah. And I definitely thought, I mean, I can give it a go. I can give musical theater a go, but I don't know how many shows I'm right for. And then lucky for me, musical theater is sort of moving into that more like contemporary musical theater sound where like everyone loves a belt, which is great. Cause I'm freaking loud. <laughs> um, and just, yeah, like it's, it's a sound that uh, musical theatre has become a lot more open to and like my look, I'm not really, um, I'm not like a girly girl. I'm sort of whatever I want to wear, whatever I want to be, who I'm, what I'm feeling on a day. I just dress like that. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't know like if I fit into a mold, but actually musical theatre is not a mold anymore. It's becoming like just wider and wider, which is a really wonderful thing to see. Yeah. I mean, of all the shows probably playing right now, I would say yours represents that uh, the most out of any of them as far as that message. Yeah, for sure. It's it's such a wonderful thing to be a part of. And um, I think it's really sad that it's actually, le- so it, we close in March, like fully. Um, and there is talks of it going on a UK tour, which is fantastic. So it's not going to leave the country. Um, but I do think it's a shame that it doesn't have a home in London anymore because for the diversity and like the beautiful people that we have in our company it's yeah it's a shame that that's not going to be accessible every day of the week in london okay well then fingers crossed for the tour coming up yes uh let's uh take a turn and put you on the bfts hot seat now don't be nervous but you're on the hot seat and we're gonna play some hot seat music here let's see can we get something going all right, here we go. Oh <laughs> All right. Question number one. You walk into a room and the TV's playing. And there's a movie on the TV. And you've seen this movie a hundred times. But no matter how many times you see this movie, you have to stop and watch it. What is this movie? Oh, oh my God. Uh That's so difficult. You could give a top three if you have a few in mind. Yeah, I might have to. Uh, I think it might be one of the Hunger Games films. Okay, there you go. Only because I watched it recently. Oh my God, Coco. Okay, Coco, let's go. Very very contrasting so far. And um, Step Brothers. Okay. Okay. Love it. All right. You are commuting to the theater or you're going on errands or whatever, and you just need to pick me up. Like you're just not feeling it. So you mm-hmm. put on your music. What song is going to give you that pick me up? Oh, okay. So genre is gospel. Okay. But song, um, I'm actually just going to go. On yeah. Look it. it up. Go ahead. Look it up. And see, mm, uh, <laughs> that's so hard. You could do. A, like you could do another top three if you need to. No, do you know what? I'm going. Saved by Grace, Israel Houghton. By Grace. 
Saved by grace. Saved by grace, Israel Hudson. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right. You're reincarnated on this earth as an animal. Which animal are you going to be and why? I mean, it has to be a dog because I love dogs. <laughs> Any breeds in particular, dogs that you like? Yeah, I think I actually look like my dog. So I think I would be a chocolate cocker spaniel. <laughs> okay, amazing. What's your dog's name? His name's Leo. Oh, Leo. Leo, Leo. Leo needs more uh, love on your Instagram. I don't know if I see Leo enough on your on your IG, if at all. Poor Leo. Is Leo like your family dog or do you have Leo? Yeah, so he, I mean, oh, you make me look like the worst mom in the world. But I got him when I lived at home with my parents. And then I started to live in London about a year later and whilst renting and all of that, none of the places I could have a pet. Right. So we now share custody. Hey, I'm with you. My dogs are with me right now. But when I travel for work a lot, they go on uh, Nona and Papa vacation uh, out in the country with my mom and dad. So all good. All right. So hello, Leo from afar. Uh, okay. The hot seat. No. You're trying to distract me from these high-pressured uh, questions. All right, back to the hot seat. Last question. You're not a singer. You're not a performer. You're not on stage. What are you doing? What's your ideal job or life? What are you doing? Okay, that's a really good question. Well, when I was younger, I would have said a vet. Okay. But I think because you also have to deal with the death of animals, I can't do that. Right. So I'm going to take that out but that would have been my younger self's decision um oh i don't know something to do with like mm. <laughs> a barista a, a a dog walker what if you were a dog walker instead oh, yeah absolutely i'd be a dog walker or hang on i feel like i was just on the cusp of something just before you said barista um <laughs> Yeah, a dog walker or um, 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 or I would own like a big old lovely commune. <laughs> oh, wait, a what? A, like a commune with people who and we just forage what's like on the land and it got would it, be got it, got it. lovely and great. I, I leaned up in my chair and it creaked the second you said uh, your answer, so I didn't hear it. All right, I want to do one more because we're having so much fun. One more. You're, you, yeah. have a, you have a time machine, and you can go to any place and any time, future or past. Where are you going to go and at what time mm -hmm. period? I'm just going to move because I'm slowly losing daylight. Okay, where am I going to go? Um... <laughs> I don't think I would go to the future because I'm going to go there anyway. Okay, right. That's right. Um, but. That was such a, that was such a profound answer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt or something. What a quote. Yeah. Someone, someone write that down because I've already forgotten what I said. <laughs> you said I wouldn't go to the future because I'm going to go there anyways. Oh yeah. Yeah. I understand me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> would I go in the past though? What would I want to? What would I want to see? Um, do I have to be? Do I have to transform back into me, or can I be this version of me going back? Yeah. 
You can it's be special. version of, yeah. And you can go back before you were alive. You could go to the 40s or 20s or. Mm. Uh, I would love to see the 70s. But actually, I'd actually really love to have seen my parents' wedding day. That's a great answer. So, yeah, I vote I vote my parents' wedding day. Wow. Okay, that's a great answer. All right, you're off the hot seat. Congratulations. Well, thank God. That was, um, even though I didn't answer very quickly, it was quite stressful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was fabulous. It was fabulous. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll take a turn as we wrap up uh, the conversation. Last one, just for some insight, some inspiration uh, for our listeners or our viewers. Um, besides talent, What's been some pillars in your life uh, or career that has paved this way of uh, a consistent career so far for you of, of booking work and having these great accomplishments? So besides talent, what is it that you try to practice on a regular basis? Um, I think <laughs> I've just realized my partner's getting I changed in the background. <laughs> I can see you walking around in your pants. Move. <laughs> right, I'll stand here. Um, <laughs> I think I think I actually owe a lot to my friends and family. Um because in this industry as a whole, like you do have to learn how to be your own cheerleader. But it's also great on those days where you can't be to have the support of your loved ones. Um, and gratitude has come into my life, not since I graduated, I would say probably in like the last three or two years. And, uh, that is something I like to practice. I try daily, but if not daily, like as much as I can, where I try and, um, write a list of everything that I'm grateful for. And like, genuinely, I, I do believe that what you give out, you get back. So if I'm grateful, like amazing and great opportunities will come back to me. And, but I'm going to focus mainly on the support thing because like, it's really, it's tough some days and without, without your loved ones being there and being your cheerleaders as well as you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. And something that uh, is extremely important, but people might overlook or view it as something cliche. But when it comes down to it, if you're going to choose this career that's so hard and so difficult and so many ups and downs, you definitely need a tight, strong circle to support you. Because sometimes when you have to keep going or keep moving forward, you, you sometimes just can't do it on your own. So the circle is definitely important. Yeah, for sure. And it's like the same for yourself as a as a PT in this industry. Like I'm sure people lean on you like quite a lot for advice and stuff like that. And you are professionally people's cheerleader. So you come within that circle of pe people that, uh, oh, wait, what am I trying to say? You, you come in that circle of people that I am grateful for in that people are so grateful for you and like everything that you do as well. I like that. I like that. I, I knew that, but you just kind of expanded my mind a bit of like, it's like you have your tool belt. You have like your voice teacher, your dance instructor, your best friend, uh, your mentor. And then I'm the trainer. I'm, I'm that piece of the tool belt. Thanks. So you're the host of this show today, Colette. You're the host. 
<laughs> thanks so much thanks so much uh so much for your time colette that's uh that's it for today i'm gonna let you go live your life enjoy your tuesday and i don't know track down that person that took your phone and and i don't know shake their hand something like that but uh, we, we, can, we can leave that in yesterday's story and today's new day but yeah thank you so much for having me it's been such a treat yeah my pleasure have a great day and uh hope to chat again soon Colette Guitard, everyone. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Colette. All right. Make sure you give Colette a follow on the gram at Colette Guitard. That's going to be in the description of this episode. Uh, super grounded person right there. Felt just like you're smooth sailing with Colette. So make sure you give her a follow. Check out Anne Juliet, whether you're in the London area right now, if you're in the States, um, the show is amazing. All right. I'm Joe Roscoe with Bill for the Stage. Actors are athletes. Train like one. Check out that free trial at BillForTheStage.com. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.